we're back. Coming up, we've got Walmart and Microsoft joining forces against Amazon and a conflict between insurance and innovation. I'm Ivy. And I'm Ian. Get ready. We hope you grow along with us today. Let's coffee talk. So for the first article that we have for headlines today, it's titled Walmart and Microsoft Team Up to Fight Amazon by Ivana, I'm going to try, Kodosova <laughs> yes. uh, from CNN. Um, and this I just thought was kind of fun because lately we have been talking about big companies and mm. you know their role in our society, I guess. Yeah. And Walmart and Microsoft are both big. They're not as big as Amazon which is probably why they're joining forces to go against it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Tuesday they announced this five-year deal between the two where Walmart is going to boost the use of Microsoft's cloud services. And they're going to work together, I guess, to kind of... Um, I think Walmart's goal is to boost online sales and their kind of online identity. Is that how you could say it? Yeah. Um, while using Microsoft's cloud services to do that. Wow. Aggressive, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Amazon is definitely the e-commerce giant. It is. Um, they recently just had Prime Day. Prime Day. What is Prime Day? It's like um, a lot. Of, it's like Black Friday for their Prime members. Oh, yeah. Wow. So they had a bunch of like deals for like two days, uh-huh. and if you were a Prime member, you could like take advantage of those pretty yeah. much. Oh my I was gosh. looking around. Honestly, I feel like it's kind of a scam because I feel uh. like <laughs> they're not deal deals yeah. i feel like because i was looking at this um phone battery mobile battery or whatever mm-hmm. and like it um it seemed really nice and everything mm-hmm. but then um it was kind of like i think it was like the first generation and so they had a second generation out mm-hmm. and the deal was on the first generation oh. and like i was like okay so like i'm paying less for this like older battery yeah. i guess in a sense uh-huh I'm sure it was still a good solid battery, but like even in the description, you could tell it was old Mm -hmm. because it was like iPhone 6S, like six charges for an iPhone 6S. And I was like, we're like two steps ahead of that already. It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of interesting. Interesting. Okay. But yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, Walmart and Microsoft, it's kind of a weird pairing. It is a bit strange, um, but I just thought it was interesting. I didn't know that Amazon had like a separate cloud service. Yeah, they have... Amazon Web Services, don't they? Yeah, they do. Mm. And it got um, over $5 billion in sales. Okay, I see you. So everyone's like, no, we're not going to team up with Amazon. I think they're just all like against it right now. Yeah. I think it's kind of a good thing. There's like this new contender about to surface, but yeah. maybe not won't be as prevalent. Um, hmm. Not to say that they're not going to do well. I just mean that... <laughs> they Amazon is probably just still going to rain a bit perhaps more. Um yeah, I don't know. It says Microsoft is actually the second um largest cloud uh solution provider in the world, so second to Amazon, okay. I believe. So, it's not they're not without power in that sense, yeah. I suppose. And then the article also kind of touches upon how uh, Microsoft is not only partnering with Walmart but they also have like partnered with like Macy's um, and like uh, Mars Drinks to create like smart vending machines. So like mm-hmm. Microsoft is kind of doing this thing 
where they're partnering with like a bunch of different um, different companies and different brands. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like that's like a sneaky kind of move <laughs> or something because like it's like he, they're building the relationships for these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. While true. Amazon, I feel like I haven't heard anything about that. They kind of have like a monopoly. They're, they're number one as a cloud provider service. Uh-huh. So like I don't think they feel the need to do that sort of thing where they have to be like, let's partner with Macy's to help them build this thing. Yeah. It's more like Macy's is going to come to us because we're the number one. It's kind of like okay. that mentality okay, maybe. I see. And I feel like that might be Amazon's like, uh, what's the word? Rot strategy? Fall? Strategy no. in like, yeah. Their yeah. strategy, okay. I guess. Or their fail. What is it? The fall doing? Their fall? Their the un- undoing? Doing? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that might happen. And then Microsoft might be like there to pick up the pieces if something happens. Oh, I see. Okay. Maybe something like that. (laughs) I don't know. I wasn't, yeah, I don't know. It seems interesting. I've never thought of, um, Walmart as like, what did you call it? E-commerce? E-commerce. Yeah. Okay. I I guess I've never thought of it as much of a big contender in that field, but. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it talks about how like they just launched a few apps for back to school shopping, Mm. which is interesting. Um, and orders over text. Do you know King Supers is doing that too? I mean, that's kind of fun. <laughs> we should try it. <laughs> Wait, so you just text and then like you can, it's so, like you'd be like, I want like oranges. I think so. Like, oh I don't know. God, King Supers so has weird. like a pick up your groceries thing. Kind of, I don't know. Huh. It's interesting that a lot of stores Technology. are starting to do this now. Yeah. Um, that's a trend. So like the convenience, mobile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah, Walmart's definitely trying to beef up its uh, e-commerce. Yeah. Like their website. Because like, I remember there was something earlier in the year where they um, made a major redesign of their website mm-hmm. to make it more appealing to consumers or something. Okay, I see that. Yeah. and like It, it was, was like, a struggle. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Kylie. Kylie Jenner. You know, <laughs> you know her. <laughs> I do. You can ha- love her or hate her. Um, but she's going to be a billionaire, Kylie. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay. The, our, our second headline for this episode is from Vox. Um, Alex Abad Santos uh, wrote this headline, The Controversy Over Kylie Jenner, Self-Made Billionaire Explained. So okay. um, there was a big controversy. Controversy. <laughs> it's like a very frivolous controversy. Okay. So America was <laughs> shook when Forbes came out with a story called America's Women Billionaires. And so... Uh, Kylie made the cover for this um, issue of their magazine. And um, they call her, she's the youngest ever self-made billionaire. And so that's, okay, if you hear why I emphasize, that's where a lot of people had a problem. Um, But firstly, she kind of, she accumulated this fortune from obviously her cosmetics company, Kylie Cosmetics, mm-hmm. blew up crazy, all her endorsements, her sponsorships. So it's soon going to reach $1 billion, oh my which is crazy. Um, but <laughs> lots of people were kind of criticizing Forbes for calling her self-made when she may not actually embody the definition of that term. Yeah. Uh, see, this Twitter user said... It's not shade to point out that Kylie Jenner isn't self-made. She grew up in a wealthy, famous family. Her success is commendable, but it comes by virtue of her privilege. Mm -hmm. Words have meanings, and it behooves a dictionary to remind us of that. 
which I think was yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so um, I agree. I think it. I don't know if like self-made is the right word for her. No, I disagree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Hands down. Right. Yeah. Cause like self-made, when I think of that, I feel like you like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and then you like work hard coming from like nothing yeah. and then like becoming a billionaire or something. Yeah. Like, um, I can't think of an example right now, but, uh, yeah, there are definitely is people who are. an example? Bill Gates? I don't know. Oh, no, because he stole some. I don't know. I don't actually know too much about Bill Gates. I'm <laughs> yeah, just trying to think. I don't know. I feel like there are definitely examples out there of, you know, self-made billionaires. Well, we can't think of self-made people. <laughs> of course we can. <laughs> I was thinking on, like, a smaller scale, like, mm. um, people who, like, move to a new country and really have to work up from nothing and mm. become their own, like, successes in life. Uh, yeah, agreed. And calling her self I don't know. I can't say that she's not, because it's not like she doesn't work hard, right? Mm. Maybe. I don't really know. I don't know anything I, about her. Yeah. But you can't, you know, obviously she has a successful... Yeah. Um, what, Business. Cosmetics. Cosmetics yeah, company. Okay. Yeah. Cosmetics company. Crazy. <laughs> like, oh, my God. And that's really great. And obviously, like, I think that you do have to put a lot of hard work when you're managing a company mm. and you're, you know, starting from nothing yeah. in that respect. But also maybe it was so successful because she already had sort of this base of people. Yeah. Agreed. That would buy the product. Yeah. Right. The Kardashian Jenner name definitely comes with a lot of weight to yeah. it. So she didn't start off with nothing. Yeah. I, I would say that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think <laughs> saying that maybe you just, um, a lot of people may have disliked that because there are people who really started out from nothing and mm. calling her self-made, um, what's it like shadows or cat creates this, like downcast or something. Yeah. Like, it's the sort of like of the word downgrades. It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I yeah. think that's a, I think it's like a valid criticism of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, yeah, it's kind of weird to think about. I wonder that. what other women were on that list. Um, Let's try a look. Okay. So, number one, Diane Hendricks. Uh-huh. Don't know who that is. Oh, Oprah Winfrey. That's a familiar name. <laughs> She's number six. Oh, okay. And Oprah, I think, is a definite example of self made. Yes. Like, she came from a really harsh background and she went through a lot. Like, I went on this like really deep Wikipedia hole on her uh-huh. and, like, Oh my God, she went through so much. Uh-huh. Go Oprah. Go Oprah. Oh, well, okay. Well, Kim is on this list too. Who? Kim Kardashian? Yeah, Kim Kardashian, which is okay. It's just women billionaires though, right? Um, well, maybe this is women? a different list. Oh, I think she's, Kylie's different in the sense that she is going to become a billionaire. And then this list is like um, the richest women. So not all of them are Oh, okay. Billionaires. I wonder why Forbes chose Kylie Jenner. Probably because she'd get, like... The most... Attention? Yeah, I think so. So it was, like, a... Because, like, I would not know who Diane Hendricks is. And I'd be like, who? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so... Um, okay, Kylie Jenner is actually number 27 okay. on the list. No, oh, Taylor Swift is number good. 60. <laughs> um... But yeah, I think it was definitely a business move. Okay. Where they put her on the cover. Mm-hmm. Maybe just a misstep on calling her self-made. Yeah, just a small thing. <laughs> and for all we know, maybe she is. It's not like we know. 
Mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know about that one. I, I don't know. I just don't want to completely like. I don't. Yeah, know, I, don't, I think it's important not to like. That she's done. You know what right. I mean? Because I, it's not like we know the whole story. Right. We can't discount her success. Yeah. Because just because one magazine yeah, made, made a misword thing. Yeah. yeah, and everything about mm-hmm. her and the, her family, of course. Exactly. So. There's yeah. Um. There's they, Forbes actually did this whole like feature piece on her basically so oh. you can go read that if you want to and read about okay. her journey and everything and how maybe much. it'll make slightly more sense yeah just maybe just maybe it'll inspire you right start your own company and then just become famous and then yeah. you'll be rich okay wow easy <laughs> success <laughs> But let us know what you think about either of these articles. Uh, let us know if you think Walmart and Microsoft have what it takes to f- um, fight Amazon, or if you think Kylie Jenner um, can kind of take on the the definition of being self made, or if you're like completely against it. Like and we maybe are. Forbes made a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can hear where we stand on that mm-hmm. from just that. <laughs> Guess what? Ooh, what? Our listeners can now listen to Coffee Talk on Google Play Music. Check us out there along with our SoundCloud, TuneIn, and iTunes. That's awesome, which means you need to keep up with us on our socials so you can be in the know about important announcements like that. Our Facebook and Twitter page are both at Coffee, W-E-N-I-V. And please do subscribe, follow, and favorite Coffee Talk on all of your podcast services. Every five-star rating review helps us a lot. For sure. For now, let's get back to the show. Uh, this week, it's my corner, and I'm kind of going to be talking about pushing towards value-based pricing and more transparency um, for medications and treatments. Mm. And now, I've talked about this on one of our previous episodes, yeah, kind of about I think so. the struggle between the cost for medication or treatments mm. and um, where the pharmaceutical company does need to get back everything that it put in, like the billions of dollars it took yeah. to even bring the treatment or medication to the market. Right. Um, but also those expenses fall really hard on the shoulders of the patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's not like insurance companies can cover everything. Yeah. It's already very difficult yeah. to get insurance to do stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be talking about this uh, gene therapy Mm. called uh, CAR-T cell therapy. And basically oh. what they do, it's, uh, this one is called, oh my God, I completely forgot the name. Chimera? Yeah. Chim- or Chimera? Chimera? Chimera. Chimera. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Kim- so I'm going to be talking, <laughs> so I'm going to be talking about an immunotherapy called Chimera. This was developed by Novartis. And it's a um, therapy that attacks ALL, which is acute l- <laughs> lymphoblastic leukemia. Uh, okay. Yeah. So leukemia is cancer of the blood, right? Yes. Okay. okay. Gotcha. And uh, basically what they do is they uh, harness the power of the immune system okay. to attack the cancer cells. Uh. And so they isolate this type of cell. It's called the white blood cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically the T cells. Okay. And they <laughs> engineer them 
to be able to identify the cancer cells okay so that they can attack them so they inject them back into the patient so they first so do they first take out the T cells to reprogram them yes okay so what they do it's a one time thing though okay. but it takes a while to for it to happen okay so they harvest blood from okay. the patient mm-hmm. And in your plasma, you've got like um, platelets, there's white blood cells and Mm -hmm. red blood cells. Mm -hmm. And of the white blood cells, they isolate a specific type called T cells. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And those cells are kind of like the little police of your body, right? Mm -hmm. And so they'll attack um, random things in the body that shouldn't be there. Okay. Um, So, okay, wait. So the cancer, from my understanding, is the result of like too many cancer cells being produced or something like that? Yeah, it's like uncontrolled cell proliferation. Gotcha. Okay, so so why doesn't the body already do this? Well, it's kind of like the body doesn't have control. Okay. It's kind of like when you're in a car Mm -hmm. and you have an accelerator. Okay. Usually your body can control it with the brakes, Mm -hmm. right? And you have the accelerator, which you kind of push to like make more cells. Right. And it says cancer is like when your brakes are broken and you are pressing the pedal down all the way to the ground, just like going. I can't do anything. Right. Okay. Because it's like its own cells too. Right. Okay. Gotcha. The cancer cells are like your own cells going crazy. Going crazy. Yeah. Right. And the reason why it's bad is because there's so much being produced at a time. Yeah. And they're just, okay. Okay. They take over and it's not good because it right. messes with the other systems of your body. So this is a method where you're sort of teaching the body how to attack it. Yeah. So okay. we're programming the body's own defense. Right. Like which system. Which is cool. Which to is- attack it. I think that's pretty ingenious. Yeah, it's Other really versus cool. like chemo or something like that. Yeah, which, um, so the this kind of therapy is only given to people who have gone through like two different rounds of chemo and it oh. hasn't worked for them. Oh, okay. And generally this um, type of cancer is prevalent in like children. So okay. it's geared towards like children to like age 25. Okay. But I mean, other people can get it too, but that's like the age range. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so it's a really, really amazing therapy. That sounds pretty cool. Um, is it successful? Uh, so it's got, in the test trials that they did with 62 patients, uh-huh. Oh, this um, whole experiment was run at the University of Pennsylvania. Okay, UPenn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, UPenn, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so this was a few years back. They had 62 patients okay. in their trials. Um, 83% uh, made it into remission. What? That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um. And that remission, they call it, it's between like, I believe it was one to five years without relapse. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a sad part of it. Okay, yeah, Yeah, continue. cancer survival means you've lived five years without cancer. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, yeah, continue. Anyway. Oh, God, um, cancer is just a lot. It's a big thing. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so this uh, is not a crazy new theory. It was approved by the FDA uh, mm. in 2017, um, I think in August. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Obviously, paying for it and figuring out that whole process takes a while. Mm-hmm. So you can have this new product, but insurance really isn't going to get on board with it until right. way down when they know that it kind of works. Right. And at this point, a lot of people, like the private insurers anyway, kind of have their way around dealing with it. Okay. But we do have like, what, 100 million Americans mm-hmm. on Medicare, right. or sorry, Medicaid, yeah, or Medicare, <laughs> <laughs> part of the CMS. Um and so an interesting thing about this is 
this therapy costs $475,000 Not per cheap. treatment. <laughs> okay, Not yes, cheap yeah. at all. But mm-hmm. it's interesting. The company's like, you know, we didn't make it as expensive as we could have made it. Oh. A lot of the investors thought that it was going to be around $750,000. Oh, my god! Which is crazy. Either way, these that numbers are ridiculous. And then you have to think about, like, the inpatient mm. work, everything. All Like, there obviously are a few complications. Yeah. You know, because you are Agreed. changing someone's blood a little yeah. bit. Um, oh, my gosh. And so, of course, insurance kind of freaks out when they see it might come down to, like, a million-dollar treatment mm-hmm. after all you add everything in. Right. Um, and so an interesting thing is who's going to pay for it, mm, <laughs> of course. Yes. And then it makes people hesitant to even go for it to begin with. Um, so one thing that the company proposed, and apparently this is something that is hopefully starting to shift, mm-hmm. is, like I said, this is value-based pricing. So okay. it, the company Novartis uh, suggested that, and this is what they do with some of the health centers. Uh-huh. This has n- not linked to insurance yet where if the patient doesn't respond to the treatment within mm. a month, then they don't have to pay for the treatment. Oh, okay. Like, regardless of how expensive it was to That's carry it out. crazy. So this is like a proposal, and this is something they only do within certain health centers. Yeah. Okay. And that's like health centers that, like, partnered with no Yeah, there's and only stuff, about, right? like, 50 or so. Okay centers in the U.S. that are, like, allowed to do this kind of therapy. Okay. Yeah. Do you know if this value-based, what was it, value-based pricing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this something that's common in other countries or it's something kind of new to the entire healthcare world? Um, I actually don't know that mm. part. I just know that um, people are really looking to, um, like, medicate, Medicare and Medicaid mm. to kind of be the leaders of shifting things okay. to this. I doubt that will happen. Yeah, but actually, okay. yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> they actually, um, they did uh, abandon that deal with Novartis. Really? Yeah. And they did wait, it wait, wait. really secretly. They had a deal with the value, like for value-based pricing with Novartis? Well, kind of like they had a chance to take it and they oh, abandoned they, it. Okay, gotcha, And gotcha. we learned uh, about sad. this like on Tuesday. Oh, dang. Yeah. Okay, well, it's a risky thing. That's risky. risky. So, like, I would understand sure. it. And in terms of, like, healthcare, it's all about the numbers. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, mm-hmm. it's, really, it's really hard to kind of think about that, especially when people's lives are involved as yeah. well. And so here's the issue, too. So, yeah. like, they just want, like, the federal insurers to be, like, the forefront of this because... Mm. Uh, like smaller insurance companies, like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. like the more privately run ones kind of have a way to deal with it. Right. But like the smaller ones, what happens is they will approve it, but it's like it's like every single case needs to be signed off. So gotcha. it gets put onto, what was it called? Payer authorization team, oh. which could take months to be signed off on. Oh gosh, and yeah. here's the thing, like some of these people don't even have like weeks. Right, true. Hmm. Oh. This is messy. Yeah. <laughs> and another interesting thing is there are a lot of people who are claiming that the treatment doesn't have to be as expensive as it is. Oh, okay. That the company might actually be lying about how much it took to really do everything mm. and that they could do it in like 160000 instead. Oh, shady. Yeah. And that's, the, yeah, that's and hard. The even weirder thing is I'd really try to look for like, okay, how much was invested in mm. like making this? Because of course I understand it's billions of dollars. Mm. Um, 
you come up with all these random like 200 million 16 billion for i like yeah the numbers are all over the place mm-hmm. so that's why um an important thing i think would just be push for like transparency in how much it took and see where are these numbers coming from yeah. and if the cost is fair yeah right? agreed um because like no one knows <laughs> except the yeah, company right yeah and if you're publicly saying the company if you're saying that it is fair yeah. you should be allowed you should be able to show us yeah back it up show us the evidence not right. just that you guys run it and it's cost effective right okay that's true mm-hmm. hmm well with the government what is it cms not um taking the deal or whatever mm. it's i wonder if they've given a reason um but since it was really hush-hush, I'm sure they didn't speak on it publicly. They did not. And yeah. so, I mean, uh, they might have just done it for this specific thing. I mm. know that the CMS does have a few value-based right. pricing okay. things. Must have been something about this one. Maybe in their analysis, they just, it was not worth it, yeah. maybe, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, or they just don't know enough about it yet. Yeah. Right, because it is still kind of new. Right, True. At most, which is hard. Been like, almost a year. What if so, it is like the the you know the thing that helps a lot of people, which is hard to make the decision about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reminds me of a TV show I watched called Chasing Life. It's on the CW if you want to watch it. Okay. And uh, Lucy Hale stars in it, and she, basically she had cancer for like a long time, and then um, she got. Uh, she went into remission, which mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. And so, like, there's, like, a few episodes surrounding how, like, she wanted to... She... Oh, she did this, like, clinical trial. Mm-hmm. And it was paid for by, like, a donor or something. So, like, her parents had to, like, beg her to... Or beg the hospital to, like, put her on. Because, mm-hmm. like, the donor only, like, allowed for, like, six spots or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, it worked for her. And then she, so she's, like, okay. So, she made a friend who was... Who had cancer in the hospital. And so, she was, like you know, I'm going to try to get you in this program because it worked for me. Maybe it'll work for you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they go to, like, meet the donor, which is, like, not good because, like, not supposed to be confidential, yeah. but um, TV. So <laughs> they find it out and then they go to ask him and then she's, like, yeah, this... Well, he was, like, doing this, like, stupid, like... <laughs> he was, like, bartending at his own party and, like, oh. trying to see, like, what people would say about him, you know, oh, okay. when they thought he was a bartender. Yeah. So he, they were talking, and then she's, like, yeah, this, like, stupid donor guy, like, just pulled the funding, like, without... Oh and then gosh. he was, like, you know, the reason why I pulled the funding was because, like, only, like, everyone didn't... It didn't work for anyone, and then... Yeah. Or, like, very little. Like, the success rate was so low, so, like... I can use the money to put towards other things that are more successful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm scared. Well, but that's exactly how it goes. Yeah, which is, exactly. Which is super sad because, like, when you think about it, like, if it's, yeah, and then from her perspective, that is the trial that saved her life. So, like, she asked her and she's like, but you saved me. So, like, maybe you would consider putting it back. Like, it's, like, hard because, like, she's the only one that survived oh, okay. through the trial. Uh-huh. So it's, like, hard. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Yeah. Um, mm. There is, like, this... The value-based pricing is this really big umbrella term. Mm-hmm. But they basically, you're like, the drug or whatever should cost as much as, like, value it gives mm-hmm. to, like, patients or the health or whatever. Yeah. So, and like, okay, wait. If that's the case, if they... It didn't work for them, they don't have to pay for it, right? If yeah. it did work for them, and, like, what if they... Say they, like, went into complete remission, does that mean they would have to pay more... 
compare to maybe say someone who didn't go into a remission, but they're, I don't know how you measure the cancer, yeah. but like their levels went down or something like that. Is that like how it could work? Yeah. See, I'm not really sure that either. Is so weird. I was trying to read about this because oh, right great. now most of CMS things, what are they called? They're called like the best price. I don't so much. It's called <laughs> the best price rule. So okay. basically <laughs> there's a, a little, I'll just give you an example. So uh-huh. the drug costs $100. Okay. Okay. Um, they would get like rebates if it doesn't work. Oh, okay. And they always get like the best one too. So like, oh, okay, gotcha. So that's how their whole thing works. Mm-hmm. And so there is an issue with how that works. And also, um, if you try to add the value-based pricing on top of it. Okay. So say it didn't, the drug costs $100, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. So then the company pays back $75. Okay. And that's kind of how they pay for things. And then the patient would pay the deductible or whatever. Right. Okay. But then if, say it didn't work, it cost $100, mm-hmm. then the value of it goes down and it's just a difference. So it's only worth $25. Okay, wait. So yes. let's okay. say, okay, let's say a patient wants to buy or, you know, wants to participate in something yeah. and the drug costs $100. Okay. So they would have to apply through insurance. Yes. To see how much the insurance would cover. Yes. Right. Okay. So, and so then, on the fir- the regular sort of pricing the insurance would say, like, I'm going to cover 75% of it and you're going to have to pay 20, what is it? Yeah, 25% of this price. And so that's what happens, right? And then, yeah. Basically. Yes. Okay. And so with value-based, <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so with value-based, let's say $100, ask the insurance company. Yes. Okay, so insurance company is involved in this sort of value-based pricing. So if it doesn't work and the value drops, that means, let's say, does that mean like the percentages of what the patient would pay would be lower versus if it wasn't based on the value? I think the percentage would be the same, but the amount is less because okay. insurance is already not having to pay for as much because the value already dropped. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Wait. So if the value dropped to say it was a hundred, so the value dropped $25 to $75. Okay. That means the insurance company would pay 20 or would pay 75% of that $75. Ish. I think the way insurance works with their (laughs) deductibles are like with the patient, they work those out separately. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so confusing. I don't really completely get it myself. Insurance is like so confusing. It guys. is actually <laughs> the most confusing thing. Why don't we learn about this in school? I know. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> in okay, case, wow. yeah. Okay. Okay. But so, yeah. So, this is the thing like, value based pricing seems like it's a better idea because then, okay, just like any other company, mm. you can't get away with just selling everything full price if your product is not working the way it should. Okay. Gotcha. But there's an issue with, like, how do we even gauge the effectiveness of a drug? How do we know that it's working the best that it can or, like, the mm. worst that it can? And then how are you going to change the prices based on that? Because uh, how are you going to monitor that across a whole nation? True. That'd in different so facilities, hard. in different, like, demographics. Like, yeah. there's so many things to factor in. So that's why people are really hesitant to, like, right. really delve into it much. Yeah. Which I guess is why... Um, they rejected Novartis's like offer to do this. Yeah, um, I yeah, I think you can see the reasoning behind their decision. Yeah, it might not be like the best, mm-hmm. 
but like you can see maybe where their line of reasoning comes from. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I do think it is worth going into though, for some reason. Do you think? Yeah. Mm. Because I think hopefully it could clear up because it seems like pharmaceutical companies are actually pretty open about like different models of like pricing. They yeah. kind of just want to make sure in the end they get back what right. they put in. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it makes it easier on like the patients, yeah, I don't know. I think it could at least help work towards better pricing in this mm-hmm. and kind of closing that terrible gap right. <laughs> between everything. Um, I have another example here if you want to try it, uh, like how much it would cost. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so basically they're thinking that um, instead of giving like doing a rebate for Medicaid mm. and stuff, um, then they could just do like, once again, just performance based on patient population. So like this many patients had this like treatment or whatever, and then this is how many like it was it worked for, and then that percentage is whatever, and that's how we would gauge mm. uh, effectiveness. Right. And then I'll still use the hundred dollars. Okay. So, uh, if you have a thousand patients, mm-hmm. and the drug is worth a hundred dollars, uh-huh. um, <laughs> the drug say it only works for seventy five percent of the patients. Okay. So we still have the $75 rebate, but that's only for patients that it didn't work for. Okay. Following so far? Wait, okay. So 70, how many are in the pool? So you have 1,000. 1,000. Okay. 75% it, it didn't work for? 75, it worked. It worked. So okay. there's 25% that the drug did not work for yes. them. Yes. Okay. And for those 25%, they get a $75 rebate. Okay. Okay. So if we crunch the numbers. Uh-huh. Okay, we do like 1,000 times 100 and we subtract the 75 <laughs> times. Uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, uh-huh. the, the, the worth of, the average worth of the drug right. for those 1,000 patients is $25? Is $80. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could go sure. <laughs> So it's not <laughs> eighty. Gotcha. Okay. So it'd be eighty dollars. So the average is eighty dollars. Right. Okay. Right? Gotcha. And okay. if the rebate is seventy five dollars, yes. it's still over. So eighty it is, is over. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then they can still keep that, and the best price rule thing doesn't count. Okay. So they just kind of have to make sure that it the drug is effective <laughs> before they before they get into probably a good idea. But yeah, before they get into agreeing to go into the value price thing? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was reading this uh, just this morning, actually, because I was doing a little bit more research. and So it's still a little bit fresh in my head, too. Mm. But I I got kind of happy, actually, because hopefully this is kind of a nice step forward. Mm. I know that CMS already has a few, um, like, agreements mm. in terms of, like, uh, working on things value-based-wise, but they're definitely on things that have been working for a while. Like, uh, there's one for, like, renal disease, Mm. Um, and I don't know, just things that they know what they can, that'll yeah. be okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, just hmm. a nice step in the right direction. If you yeah. know more about how insurance works <laughs> yeah, and stuff, like and I would love for you to kind of like run us through that. Definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's or, a lot, yeah. a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. Or if you 
know more about uh, CAR-T, let me know because it's yeah. a really cool therapy that I'd love to learn more about. Yeah, for sure. Let us know because... Yeah, this got deep. I was like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just am not good with numbers. Me so. neither. Me neither. And it's, insurance is so confusing. I know. But I think transparency and um, trying to move the pricing key. model yeah. is a good start. I remember when we talked about this way earlier in our episodes, I was like, I don't know how we would fix this, but like it's an issue. Yeah. And now it seems like there's at least a little Maybe bit a solution. more. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, cool. Really difficult, but yeah. Yeah, okay. All right, so if you're interested in looking at any of the articles or topics that we discussed this episode, um, check out our Facebook's notes tab. That's where we'll put all the links into stuff that we talked about today. Yeah, and you can use hashtag coffee talk for comments on any social media we'll be looking out. Um, we'd really like to know what you think. Um, so that also means you need to keep up with us on our socials because hashtags, social media, <laughs> duh. <laughs> um, you need to be in the know about our latest episodes and projects. So you can like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, a new Instagram out. And so they're all at coffee, W-E-N-I-V. And remember, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, TuneIn, iTunes, just now Google Play. Yeah, and please, please subscribe and follow and favorite on any of those services. <laughs> um, and it helps if you a could, bunch. yeah, if you could rate and review us, you know, those five star reviews we love, you know? Okay, Ian. <laughs> uh, they do help us a lot. They so do. We really do. appreciate that. So we thank you very much for going along with us today and tuning in to our coffee talk. 